You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hi, friend. It is so nice to be back here recording, speaking with you today after a pause. This summer, I moved with my partner and child to a different state, a different city, and a brand new house. I am still getting settled into this new house. And as I'm talking to you right now, I actually have my microphone set up and my whole desk is set up just as I like it. But the one difference is that I have this giant blanket <laughs> <laughs> this giant blanket over my head because otherwise the sound would be so echoey in this room. So anyway, if that visual is kind of fun and nice for you to have, there you go. And just know that I am willing to be this ridiculous because I have things I want to share with you. So if you have listened to some of my other episodes, you know that I am always on the lookout for patterns. The kinds of things that often get in the way of my clients having success in love and sex because there's a pretty good chance that if it's something that's coming up for them, then it might be coming up for you too. And so this week I want to talk to you about the ideas of probability versus possibility and how getting hung up on one and not leaving enough space for the other might be playing a major role in why you're not having success in finding the right partner. But before we dive in, let's first get clear on what we mean by each of these terms, right? So typically when we say that something is probable, it means that it's more likely to happen than not happen. So in order for it to be probable, it needs to have at least a slightly better than 50% or greater chance of happening. Whereas when we're talking about something that's possible, it could be any percentage, it could be even a 1% chance of something happening or half a percent chance of it happening. And what I see a lot of men doing, and I don't know, but maybe it's something you're doing too, is when it comes to love, I see some men putting their effort towards the things that seem probable rather than towards the things that are still possible. So this might look like Maybe you avoid doing something you would otherwise do because you believe that your chances are low. For example, maybe you don't express a romantic interest in a woman you really like because you think your chances of her being interested in return are really low. So you don't even ask her out, right? It might look like knowing what the statistics are for someone of your age, life experience, education level, physical ability, appearance, race, geographic location, you name it, and using that as a reason to take less action. So that might mean something like, people like me don't often create a loving relationship, so I'm not going to put much effort into this dating thing. If it happens, it happens. Or sometimes the probability of something happening means that you want to increase your chances. So you'll choose something that you think is going to have a higher chance of success. But sometimes that means you end up doing things that really aren't you or that you don't enjoy. So for example, maybe you think your odds will be better at meeting a woman by going to a yoga class, but you really hate yoga. <laughs> or maybe you hear that a lot of people meet in bars and so you 
go to bars to meet a woman even though you don't drink or even like loud music. And this way of making decisions has all kinds of impacts on how you show up in dating, which we'll talk about more later. But for now, I just want you to notice the difference in how it feels when you are thinking about probability versus possibility. So I want you to just try on these two thoughts. The first is, that's not likely to happen. Just notice how that feels. That's not likely to happen. Versus, it's possible it will happen. It's possible it will happen. It feels really different, right? Even without knowing exactly what we're talking about, just even the contrast of those two thoughts that it's not likely to happen versus it's possible that it will create a very different feeling state in our body. Now, if you have a human brain, I imagine if you're listening to this, you probably do, then that human brain comes with it a bias toward the negative. And that bias toward the negative isn't anything bad. That bias toward the negative is there to help you be on the lookout for danger and keep you safe. It is a design feature, not a design flaw. One of your brain's primary jobs is to regulate how you're utilizing the energy, the calories that you take in through food, and it doesn't want to waste that energy. Your brain would much rather have you sit on the couch all day than go to the gym (laughs) because it's a lot easier to predict the caloric needs of someone sitting on the couch than someone who is running a marathon or going to the gym. But with that bias toward the negative means that often we're also not taking in the complete picture. Because if our brain is focused on the negative, then we're missing out on some of the positive aspects of something as well. It means that we have some blind spots and it means that we aren't giving equal or even adequate weight towards the positive or alternative side of something. So there are three points I want to make to help you see how approaching dating with probability in mind rather than possibility likely isn't serving you. But there's one point that I want to make before we go any further. So what we're talking about in this episode are the times when you have a thought and it feels heavy. It feels like it's dragging you down. It's unlikely that she will ever date me. It's unlikely that I'll ever find love because people at my age typically don't find love. Or it's unlikely I'll find love online or in person or Whatever that dominant thought is for you, that thought that comes up over and over, if it's one that makes you feel heavy in some way, that's what we're here to talk about. If when you think that something is unlikely, you feel lightness and maybe motivated and inspired, then this episode is not for you. (laughs) You can go read a book or make yourself a sandwich or something. Because for some people, the idea that something is unlikely, that it's not probable, may be really exciting and motivating. Some people see it as a challenge. And that can actually help them take the kind of action that they want to take. And that's not who I'm talking to today. This episode is for you if you are a self-proclaimed realist or if you are afraid of taking action because the probability of something happening is low, then I think you might find some of these points that I'm about to share really helpful. So realist, all aboard. (laughs) Let's keep going. Okay, so there are three main points and here is the first one. 
When you base your chances around dating on probability, you often end up lowering your chances or taking the chances of that thing happening almost down to zero. It can end up being a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, for example, maybe you don't express your interest in a woman you like because you think your chances are low. But when you don't even show her that you like her by telling her directly or asking her out, then yeah, those chances are virtually non-existent. Or if you're telling yourself that people like me don't often create a loving relationship, so I'm not going to put much effort into this. If it happens, it happens. Same deal. You're lowering your opportunities overall by letting go of the parts that you actually do have some control over and some influence over. Or if you hate bars and yet you're going to bars because you think that's what you're supposed to do, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to go and enjoy yourself, which makes it hard for someone to want to get to know you if you're not even enjoying yourself at the bar. And even if you do meet a woman that you like, she's likely a woman who likes going out to bars. Is that something you want to continue doing together if you do end up in a relationship with her? Probably not, because it's not the thing that you like to do. So whatever that thing is for you, I just want you to notice the impact that this has on how you show up. Because when you're choosing to do things or not do things based on the probability that it will or won't happen, it can often have this self-sabotaging effect of leading you to choices that actually lower your chances overall. When I see men basing their decisions on probability, I see a lot of holding back. I see a lot of taking less action, maybe even zero action, and just a lot of proving that initial thought right. That initial thought of, oh, I don't stand a chance. By taking zero action, by holding back, or just even by taking less action, yeah, we usually end up proving ourselves right. And while it might save you time or effort, it doesn't get you any closer to what you want. So this leads me to my next point, which is that when you are so focused on the probability of something happening or not happening, you discount your own impact on the situation. Because even those hard numbers are not the whole picture. So let's say that you imagine that you have a 10% chance of success. You see some statistic that someone like you has a 10% chance of creating a loving relationship. The thing is, that statistic, this made-up one right now of you have a 10% chance, is not the same as a roll of the dice, right? When you roll a die, you have a one in six chance of something happening. Or when you play roulette, I forget how many segments there are, but it's very clear what your odds are. But that's not how life works. Life is not a simple roll of the dice. Whether or not you will create a loving relationship with a woman is not the same as the clean, predictable odds of rolling a die. Your actions have impact. And while maybe you didn't strike gold with superstar good looks or finding the love of your life when you were younger or have a backstory that's totally a clean slate— That doesn't mean that you can't be the man who defies the odds and ends up on the winning side of that percentage. That doesn't mean that you can't be in that 10%. Because here's the thing. When you have grit, a willingness to keep going, a commitment to 
try and stretch yourself and grow, a willingness to feel the discomfort that comes with dating and rejection and failure, a willingness to learn and get up again, when you can do those things, then your odds increase tremendously. It is not the same as just rolling a die. Whatever statistics you are hanging on to that hold you back, consider whether you are willing to do the things that other men aren't willing to do, right? And this made-up statistic of someone like you having a 10% chance, well, remember, that statistic is including all the men who are like you. Whether you are someone over 60 or someone with autism or someone of a certain race or someone of a certain socioeconomic demographic or someone who lives in a certain location, whatever thing it is, remember, that percentage is taking into consideration all men with that demographic profile. And many of them may not be willing to do the things that you're willing to do. They may not be willing to keep going or to get up when they fail or learn from their mistakes or be willing to feel the discomfort that comes with vulnerability. Plenty of men want to be in a relationship with a woman but aren't willing to take a risk. Ask a woman out. Allow themselves to feel the feelings that come with vulnerability, to keep going when things are difficult, or even when it seems like things aren't working. But if you can be willing to do those things, then you are already putting yourself way ahead of the pack. And if you're not doing some of those things because you're lacking in confidence or are swimming in doubt, then that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you get past those blocks so that you can show up and do the things that it takes to increase your chances, help ensure that you are one of those 10%. And my last point that I want you to see is that when you are basing your decisions on probability, the reasoning I often hear is that you don't want to waste your time or your effort or go down the, quote, wrong path, that this way of thinking, that this kind of approach can sometimes keep life small. Because when you're focused on only doing the things that have a good chance of success, then that really limits what you're willing to go after. And this can translate into other areas of life too, like not taking reasonable and important risks, like looking for a new or better job, traveling, making a significant financial investment, and so on. The things that you know for sure that you can do are the things that you have already done. And playing it safe keeps you looking at your past for what's probable rather than the future. Okay, so hopefully you're getting the gist of what I'm saying, that basing your dating decisions on probability rather than stepping into what's possible may not be working out well for you. And so you may be wondering, well, what can you do instead? So instead of basing your decisions and choices around the likelihood that something won't happen, I suggest that you base them on the possibility that they will. Ask yourself questions like, what can I do to make that small probability better? How can I be in that 10% or that 1%? What is within your control rather than what you can't control? And things like, what are the things that you genuinely enjoy and help you form connections with other people? How can this be a win-win for you? 
Because remember, when you consider the statistics, they are taking everybody into account, and you are not everybody. Some of the men who fit your demographic aren't willing to put in the effort and feel the discomfort that comes with the journey of creating a great relationship. But can you? Can you learn to be willing to put in the effort and feel the discomfort, even if you are not yet ready and willing to do those things? Because let's face it, the way that you have been going about things up until this point has not been working for you so far. But it doesn't have to be the thing that you keep doing from here. You may not want to take action when you see the chances of your success being low because you're worried about the disappointment that you might face if you put in all that effort and energy and it doesn't go where you want it to go. But aren't you feeling disappointment already? And if you're going to feel disappointment either way, either you're going to feel disappointed now, as you already are, or you're going to put in the effort and energy and then find yourself feeling disappointment. If you're going to feel disappointed either way, why not go after the thing you want? So here's the last idea that I want to leave you with. Even if it seems like the possibility of you ever having the loving, mutual relationship you want has just the slightest sliver of a chance, remember, impossible things are happening all the time. This is one of my happy thoughts in life and one that I come back to again and again. What are the chances that your biological parents came together in that moment and that sperm and that ovum out of all the sperm in the batch were the two that came together? And what about their parents, your grandparents? And imagine those sperm and those ova out of all of the possible combinations are the two that came together to create them and their parents, your great-grandparents, and so on. If anyone sat down and calculated the chances that you would be born, it would be considered virtually impossible. And yet, here you are. And yet, here I am. And yet, here is everyone you know. And yet, here is that tree outside and that rock in that exact spot. How does it feel to remember that impossible things are happening? all the time. How could feeling this way shift how you approach finding a partner? For me, thinking this way feels expansive. I'm more optimistic in this place. And when I'm feeling optimistic, I tend to hold things lightly. Taking risks feels more like play than feeling scary. And I'm more willing to do things that I've never done before. And I hope this closing thought does the same for you. That you remember that even when something doesn't seem probable, that's not the same as it being impossible. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it never will. All right, my friend, I hope this was helpful. I really love making these episodes and especially when I get to hear from you. Until next time, take care. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, The Program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one -on -one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. 
My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all, and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there. 